But mark my words. This war will be fought not on the frontier, Children will learn of it with their own eyes. And the innocent will die with the rest of us. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode, a brand new edition of the FritzCast. And guess what? The CDC just said, if you're fully vaccinated and, well, if you're fully vaccinated, that you can, these things, you can just, you can ditch them. You can forget them. If you're fully vaccinated, the CDC has said that you don't have to wear the masks anymore If you're fully vaccinated and you don't have to practice social distancing, they've pretty much taken the whole pandemic, balled it up, and tossed it out the window, according to the CDC. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting drug out here. Uh, because, Because even though that's the case, I you know, even though that that is where we're at now, do you think that's where we're at now? Eh. Ah, uh, oh, New Jersey says masks still required. Uh, we're we're gonna further look into the CDC data now. Now, mind you, I'm not the type that would say that a state has to like a state has to be beholden to some you know federal standards or anything, because I, I wouldn't. That's not me. You know, I believe that that. I've been kind of anti-federalist <laughs> during this whole thing, haven't I? I've been kind of, kind of a uh, we don't need a federal blueprint, a federal standard for these things. Uh, you know, people can make their own decisions. I said regionally that uh, states and cities and even counties would have to decide and determine their own COVID precautions and factors and how they would handle business because we're a large nation that uh, that almost no cookie cutter thing fits but uh uh new jersey's governor came out and said uh and and quote uh governor murphy and the new jersey department of health are reviewing the new cdc guidance on masking requirements alexandria altman a spokeswoman for murphy's office said in a statement we continue to move forward in our efforts to vaccinate all willing and eligible individuals who live work or study in new jersey 
the new guidelines officially say fully vaccinated people can resume activities without wearing masks or physical distancing except where required by federal, state, local, tribal, or territorial laws, rules, regulations, including local business and workplace guidance, which this is the big thing that I think us libertarians were talking about prior to it being, uh, you know, uh, finally the, the, the federal government. Dear subjects, you have been uh, uh, deemed worthy of not abiding by these standards any longer, so long as you have followed the standards that we have set forth, etc., etc., yada, yada, yada. Hey guys, what's up? It's Fritz. It's your old pal Fritz. I kind of skipped the introduction bit. This is this week's episode of the Fritzcast. How y'all doing? I'm back uh, a week two, feeling very, very good, and I've got great news, great news, great news coming up uh, because, like I said, I'm diving right back in with guests already. Uh, before the end of this month, I will have Spike Cohen, the former Libertarian vice presidential candidate, who also I interviewed during that time. He's coming back onto the show because he's going to speak at Delaware's Liberty Speaks event in June, and I wanted to have him on to talk about that and what he's been doing and reflecting on the past election and moving forward, you know, pushing libertarianism forward uh, on a very, you know, on, on a local scale because he's been going to all these local conventions and stuff, and I think it's going to be great to have a chat with him, absolutely, 100%. And the other one that I have on the docket actually was on Tom Wood's show. I believe it's the Sound Mind Creative Group. Um, should be more prepared than this, really. Way, way to go, Fritz. You're, you're back in it, and you're not prepared, and you're reading from your cell phone now. Way to go. Way to go, buddy. Um, wow, that is not what I want. <laughs> All inboxes. Do-do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do. Yes, Sound Mind... Sound Mind Creative Group. My bad. Sound Mind Creative Group. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to butcher it. Uh, Sound Mind Creative Group, who is creating a documentary, which I don't know why I'm putting my phone down right now. Um, I can't. I can't. I, I don't remember things very well sometimes. Um, working on a documentary entitled Follow the Science on Lockdowns and Liberty, uh, which I'm greatly looking forward to talking to them and their pro and, and about them and their project, because even though... You don't get excited now that the CDC is saying, like, hey, we can get out of the masks. You can get out of the masks. It's cool to ditch the masks because it's a caveat if you're fully vaccinated and except we're required by federal, state, local, tribal, or territorial territorial <laughs> laws, rules, and regulations, meaning that it's an arbitrary decree because you could still find yourself in a bind and needing to follow these rules and these mandates. And by the way, if you thought, oh, well, this is the, this is the end of the tyrannical behavior. Finally, not so much. Look at this blaze. article. <laughs> Look at this blaze article about, um, president Biden. Uh, because down here, this is what, this is what he tweeted. This is from the blaze. Um, so this was, uh, this was after the CDC came out and said um, what they said. Uh, so Biden tweets out, 
Uh, folks, if you're fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. If you're not fully vaccinated yet, go to vaccines.gov to find a shot and mask up until you're fully vaccinated. It's vaxxed or masked. I hate. It's vaxxed or masked. I hate these stupid catchphrase things in our government. I, I hate. I hate it. It is so stupid. I hate this stuff. Uh, And he came out with this little ditty. The rule is now simple. Get vaccinated or wear a mask till you do. The choice is yours. Well, you know, if the choice is mine, and if it's my body, my right, and this is a, a, you know, an issue that's been... As, as, as we've been going on, either you've been getting infected and creating antibodies and you've been fine because for a whole lot of people, it's a, it, it, it is an illness that they will get and not even know that they got. Uh, or you get vaccinated, which by the way, while we're having this discussion, the, vac- the vaccines for this stuff is, is very much in the uh, ballpark of the flu vaccine where every year it, it might be becoming a guessing game or trying to beat the variant. Uh, that's not where we're at right now, but it's, it's via, it's via, via, I can't even say the word. Virology. It's better if I just try not to say some words sometimes because it just makes me look like a dummy. Depending on what team you're on anyway, you, you know, half of you are calling me a dummy, half of you are loving me right now in the world. It, you know, it is what it is. I can't, you know, wh- whatever. I can't, I can't even, I can't even with this stuff. But, uh, you know, some, some of the, some of the responses to uh, Biden's little tweet, back to the Chrome screen. I like this. Did, did, did you like this? Maybe jazz it up with some more graphics and stuff. Um. Some of the responses, like Glenn Beck, uh, quote, Hey, POTUS, the rule is simple. Kindly screw off. You'll find the rules in a little document called the Constitution. The sequel is even better. You can find it online under the Bill of Rights, and you and your authoritarian pals will find it a quick read. Love it. Rep. Thomas Massey from Kentucky uh, countered the president on Twitter, quote, Show us in the Constitution where you have this power, Mr. POTUS. You don't. Uh, Rep. Paul Gozer from Arizona. Men must be governed by God or they will be ruled by tyrants. Okay, I could get a little picky on this one. But but that that being said, how about one that I really, really like? Justin Amash, former representative Justin Amash. Uh, quote, requirement to do one or the other of two things demanded by another person against your will is not called a choice. It's called coercion and we reject it in a free society. We do. We do. Vaccine hesitancy, uh, uh, hesitancy against the government and all this, it's because it's been overbearing, overpowerful, and at times borderline tyrannical. How about that? Rep. Mike Gallagher uh, saying, number one, the federal government can't force you to wear a mask until you're vaccinated. Number two, it would also have no way of tracking vaccinations. And number three, this doesn't account for natural antibodies, which is a fact when we have these discussions. Um, Again, if if you happen to catch COVID and you were asymptomatic, you might not have even known you had COVID. 
and you built up antibodies to it. Now, there's of course they'll say, well, you only the antibodies only stick around with you for so long. I'm not. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a scientist. Believe it or not. Um, so I'm not going to claim to know one way or another. But all I'm saying is that herd immunity. The definition has been changed time and time again. Um, or, or, or the, the goalposts have kind of been moved for herd immunity because 70% people vaccinated, 80% of people vaccinated, or 100% of people vaccinated is not the herd immunity thing that they're making it out to be. It's, it's not. It's not at all. The flu is never 100% vaccinated against, and it's also, depending on the year and how they prepared those vaccines, it, it sometimes it's a shot in the dark of how effective it's going to be. But that's beside the point. Up until now, at least anyway, you know, with like the flu, I know, I know, I know people are out there. Stop comparing COVID to the flu. I'm okay. I'm not. It's obviously far more aggressive in its spread than the flu. It has more aggressive tendencies to the vulnerable demographic people who have weakened immune systems, who are elderly, uh, who have other you know compromises to their health. Um, it's obviously a great deal deadlier. And and for anybody who's thinking like this guy doesn't isn't concerned about that, I am. I'm totally concerned about that. But I'm concerned about. Protecting those populations. It's like, should everybody, should we be on this 100% get everybody vaccinated thing? Or should we really be on get everybody in these demographics vaccinated? And if they're vaccinated, where's the issue? People talking about variants. Variants can still pop up even through vaccinated people. uh, Because you can get a vaccine, you can still get this disease. Uh, It's super, it's super effective. But that's what I'm talking about. It's stuff like that, okay? But um, that's just that's that's where we stand right now. So we have places like states like New Jersey uh, who are not uh, budging on on their vaccinations yet. Here in Delaware, they actually are. I think it's by next Friday. Um, Governor Carney said, you know, with aside from the exceptions, you know. Um, doctor's offices, uh, prisons, uh, um, a a host of other things. Uh, There's a host of exceptions. Um, Aside from those exceptions and, of course, like businesses that that have the right to to do whatever they want to do based on the ebb and flow of what the population wants. uh, Other than that, Carney says masks off if you're vaccinated. Now, this goes back to that whole thing that libertarians were talking about a while ago. The, the vaccination passports are people and this is my question are people really going to you know let's say the stores ease up and they're like you know what you know no mask if you're vaccinated are they really going to have people there checking paperwork show me your papers show me your vaccination papers oh you're unclean and un you're unclean and dirty get out or wear a mask are people really going to do that i don't know i i really don't know uh, I'd like to think that people kind of like mind their own business and aren't that paranoid about it. And if they are, I would just imagine that they're the people that either A, ain't going to go out in public, or B, are still going to wear a mask because at this point nobody's saying you can't continue to wear a mask for your own comfort if if you if you so desire. So 
there's that there, there there's that angle and th- those aspects of it. I can't one way or another say yes or no. I can't, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to play. I I can't really play the game. Let's see how this plays out. Let's see how this goes, um, because th- there is no way to 100% track whether or not everybody's been vaccinated or not. Um, you know, Disney World is talking about easing up those restrictions, especially outdoors, which outdoors should have never... Nobody ever... Outdoors. Let's talk about outdoors for a minute. If anybody was outdoors, maybe I'm just a selfish bastard. I'm sure there's a dozen people watching right now who would, who would say so just because that's the way that they think. So be it, whatever. I never wore a mask outdoors because... You're outside. You're in the open air. If somebody's close enough to you to eject particulates on you, then you don't. You really don't know how to get people out of your personal space. I don't know. Uh, but outdoors, I never wore a mask. Never wore a mask because it's fresh, clean air. Breathe it in. Breathe it in. Love it. Enjoy it. Um, stay away from people, and you're fine. That, that's that's really, for me, one of the top ridiculous things in this pandemic was this whole wear a mask outside. I watched people walking down the street by themselves, nobody else around, nobody would possibly get within six feet of these people, and they're wearing a mask. Now, whatever, you know, if that's what you want to do, fine. I I find that ridiculous. It's like seeing the person in the car by themselves wearing a mask. Where it's like, bro, what what are you doing? You're in a you're in a car by yourself. I can understand if you're transporting people that that aren't of your household uh, or whatever, and maybe that's why you're wearing a mask. You know, I'm not trying to make assumptions about people, but when I see people driving alone with a mask, I'm like, what? When I was outside, I never never had that thing. The thing never touched my face because I was outside. And if people wanted to call me an asshole for that, I'll own it. Fine. I'm an asshole. Whatever. I don't care. I really don't care. Just stay away from me. <laughs> Just stay away from me. How about that? Uh, but So this is where we stand. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what comes of that. Now, the next little bit that I want to talk about, the, the intro, before the intro to Fritz cast you kind of saw it was an, an, an ominous and it was playing this quote from the Patriot about uh, about war and the war being amongst us and all that but the images were from what's going on um, with this Palestinian Israeli Hamas uh, d- d- brain uh, scattering like I can't make heads or tails of this when it comes to foreign policy I'm very much a uh, this is America. We have many a problem here on on the American home front, and I can't. I like. I'm not. I'm not well versed when it comes to what's going on uh, in Israel, uh, in in the Palestinian situation. You know, I know you can go over the arguments with people about how <laughs> Israel started becoming a state in. Yeah, I don't know, the 1940s or so, and was taking away land from the Palestinians. And, and so there's these people who argue Israel has never existed as a country. They came in, they kicked out the Palestinians, they're colonizers, and they're committing 
atrocities against the Palestinian people. There is the arguments of this back and forth. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, who, there's a lot of finger pointing at who started it. You know, hey, who started this? And my brain can't unwrap. First and foremost, I'm of the mind that I hate war and violence. I, you know, I really, really hate war and violence. Might sound a little odd coming from me because everybody knows, like, I have a Civil War history obsession uh, that does that's stemming now into Revolutionary War and a Revolutionary War obsession. And I always talk about fighting, you know, fighting tyrannical government and, you know, all that jazz. I hate violence, though. I, like, I do. I, like, looking at history and trying to appreciate the history that's happened uh, prior to, to this day and age where we're at it is... Uh, is trying to learn and understand history. Um, the, the fact that there are wars doesn't mean that I'm like, you know, ooh, warfare. Um, not, not really, um, because war is horrific. And, and it really bothers me. The, uh, the further that we go, or the more that we evolve, you would think like, you know, oh, human, humanity makes such great strides, um, it evolves. Uh, we we move beyond things, but one thing that that's constant that we haven't moved beyond is war. Um, mind you, here in America, while we're in a um, cold civil war, which I've talked about with guests on the show before, um, which I still believe we are. I I don't believe that we're rainbows and butterflies um, or anything like that. I think that we have a very fractured and divided nation and I think some of the extremisms on both sides of the aisle uh, have not guns pointed at each other but they have this bloodlust in mind about the other side being the enemy and we just got to get rid of them and it's really really bad it's really really bad rhetoric it's really really bad mindset people don't want to talk to people when they figure out how they're politically affiliated uh, they want nothing to do with people, and they don't want to have. They don't even want to have a conversation. They don't even want to like. They don't want to click on Fritzcast and see what this asshole is saying about stuff because he's just an asshole. That's that's the kind of world we're living in now. We're not um, openly just random. We're not openly, uh, emphatically, enthusiastically attacking each other physically, but. I always feel like we're only a step away. Like there's only one or two things that are holding that back from happening. And and I'm legitimately when I say that I'm I'm legitimately speaking. I believe that we are in a very very volatile hot situation. Our leaders are very very uh, petulant children and they don't do anything to eliminate those divides. They don't. In fact, yes, I 100% believe that leadership here in America loves it, thrives on it. It's money. It's cash. It keeps film reels going. It keeps people glued to the news. It keeps people tweeting about shit. Granted that Twitter is not like some big, good, reflective medium of the population of America because it's not. It is not. In fact, Twitter, as much as I love you guys, is a cesspool. It is it it is Obi Wan 
looking at Moss, I- Moss Eisley's spaceport. You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy than Moss Eisley spaceport, a.k.a. Twitter. You won't. You will not find more divided, more, uh, more extreme viewpoints and conversation, well, conversation, you shit postings and all that. Twitter is not a good medium for activism. If, if you think it is, by all means, keep doing what you're doing. But I've scaled back from Twitter. I really have scaled back from Twitter because it is just, it is an aggravate, it is a source of aggravation. It is this toxic pool of bullshit. It really is. I've even scaled back on, like, you know, things like Facebook, which I often coin as boomer book for old people because it is what it is. But, like, I'm not saying that people haven't found friendships, built relationships. Even I have found friendships and built relationships through these mediums. But, overall, if if I looked at the over-under on is it good or is it bad, <laughs> it's bad. It is over here in the dark. This is the, it is the realms of the internet in which Mufasa is looking over the cliff with, with Simba. And he's like, everything the light touches is our kingdom. What's that shadowy place over there? That's Twitter. Don't go there. <laughs> Don't fall into that trap. It's not to discourage you from, you know, hey, follow me on Twitter at FritzQS. I'm there. I'm trying to not be a part of the hell hole, if you will. But that's just, that, that is what it is. I fully believe that uh, our leadership loves us divided and doesn't like us united and doesn't like us working against them because I don't know if you noticed this, but this is something that libertarians and progressives probably see a little eye to eye on, that the government setup as it is is its own political class. It's up here in the clouds. All right, the little the little guys up in the clouds, that's the government. If you're in the government, if you get elected to the government, you're in the you're in the bubble up there. You're in you're in the protected class up here. Everybody else is peons down here. Because when you're in the government, you get privilege. When you're in the government, you get money. When you're in the government, you get power. What do you get if you stay out of government? Well, A, you don't influence anything that the government's doing, and they've already made it an environment in which you don't want to really get yourself into because so many people will look at it and say it's that classic, well, if I went in there, that wouldn't be me. I would be the one that remembers. And if you are the one that remembers, if you're the one that remembers and, and thinks that I shouldn't be part of the political class up here above everybody else, enjoying all the perks and benefits of being in the government, if you're one of those people, eventually you get cast out or they make life a living hell for you or you just can't live with yourself anymore and you give it up. That's that's how it is. That's how it is. Once you get in the government, you get to totally fumble a pandemic response like in New York and you get to write a book about your success while downplaying 
all the other controversies that come up about you and the media will back you and be your friend because at least you're not the other guy. Why does why's, um, Andrew Cuomo still have a job? Why? How? How? And you're going to tell me that it's not privilege and that it's not somebody on the other side of the spectrum, a Democrat, having, a, having the, priv- the privilege and the protection? While Ron DeSantis gets clips from 60 Minutes totally butchered up on his response to a question when he's been faring far better with the pandemic than New York could even dream of? Really? Really? I find that truly surprising. I really, I find that truly surprising. That being said, those are the two big topics that I wanted to hit up on um, for this week. I know it's a shorter episode, but you know what? Is shorter is is a shorter episode really that much? Is it really terrible to do a shorter episode? It's not. I don't think so. I really don't think so. And I've got great things coming, um, including getting a better backdrop setup so it's not bore so it's not a boring gray wall. I mean, it is my new office and it's nice. And I love it. I love this place. Let me let me take a minute, you know, because I told you I'd be giving you updates on my house and all that. Um, we just got our, our shed in the other day um, and put in, and that's been helping organize a bunch of junk that we were just having sitting outside. Um, so we got the outside cleaned up. The inside of the house is getting even more cleaned up. Maybe I'll do a maybe I'll do a video walkthrough once it's all done. But you know, if you've ever moved and had to settle like that, you know it takes a while, especially if you're still you know, working, um, you know, full time and, and you don't have, you don't have spare time to, to sit around and, and unpack junk. I'm looking at boxes right now in my corner over there. Uh, but it, my, my choice was to either tackle them boxes or tackle Fritzcast. So it was tackle Fritzcast today, obviously. Uh, but I'm still, I'm really, really, I'm enjoying this. I'm loving, I, I'm loving life out here, especially because I moved down to a, a section of the state that's a lot more open. Um, uh, people are of a lot of a different mindset. People are friendlier down here. Um, and I'm really enjoying that too. I don't like, I haven't really personally gotten to know any of these neighbors yet, but, uh, just the fact that when we're outside, we can wave at each other and have it be that is awesome because last neighborhood, if I was outside the neighbor on my right would just be a bitch for lack of better term so I really am enjoying that and and just settling in you know it's be you know it feels like home it's a big mess but it's home and it's amazing to sit out and think you know what am I gonna you know my wife and I are discussing what are we gonna do outside what are we going to plant? What what kind of fruits and vegetables are we going to rotate? You know, what, what things that we want to look at. Monday, I get my riding mower. I get a riding mower. A riding mower! My God. I've never been so excited in my life to cut grass. Ever. Never, ever. But, you know, that's just, that's the breaks. That's the what, what I'm really looking forward to. And then in the next couple of weeks, but you know, in June, well, in the next couple, 10 days, in 10 days, because it's, Saturday, May 15th right now. 10 days, my 32nd birthday. 
hasn't even registered, hasn't even popped in my head. It just did now as I looked at the date up in the corner of my screen. Uh, my birthday's around the corner uh, in, in June, the first week of June. Delaware's having a great Liberty Speaks event with uh, with uh, Spike Cohen and Maj Ture and a couple other uh, great speakers that I'm hoping to cover. Uh, and uh, and the, the convention, which it'll be the first time I go to a, a political convention at all um, for the Libertarian Party, which very excited to check it out and get more locally involved and figure out, you know, what I, what I can do to help really looking forward to it. So that's going to do it for me. So let's drop what we got to drop right now. If you need to get in contact with me, it's fritzcastpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at fritzqs, facebook.com slash the fritzcast and the website fritzcast.webno.com hasn't really gotten any updates or rubs yet, uh, but I'm working on revamping that. Baby steps. Hold the phone. Baby steps. All right. I love you guys. Share this. Do me a favor. If you like this, click the share button. Click the like button. Share this with a friend. Leave a review. Do whatever you got to do. It's on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any podcast catcher out there. Share it with your buddies, your friends. Tell them this is, uh, this is something that you like. And maybe there'll be more of it. Maybe. So... With that being said, you know what? I didn't touch up on this one thing. Just this, this one thing. Well, you know what? No, I'm going to say no. Forget it. That's it. I love you guys. I'll see you next week.